What happens when late in the night you feel something standing over you and then a mysterious voice identifies itself through the AM radio? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That would be a really, really creepy experience. I don't I don't like the idea of voices coming through the radio. I know that's a thing, you know, with like the ghost boxes. I own a ghost box and that's... I don't know. It, it's hard to pick up some of the voices, but every now and then you kind of get one that's there. And I don't know for sure if it was AM or it sounded like the radio or exactly what. Yeah. That would be a really, really creepy sound because it would be like, oh, kind of that static. It's like, the mono, I, super yeah, mono yeah. sound, which is really creepy to hear that. Yeah. It is, it is creepy. I've had interviews on the Grave Talks um, with uh, several people who do uh, ghost box type research. And one of them said my name once, uh, which was really creepy. Yes, very creepy. When I, um, it, it's, it's over there on the Grave Talks if you want to uh, find it. But um, he was, uh, before he went on the interview, uh, like, uh, who, should I, who am I going to be talking to this week? And it says my name. Oh, yeah, it's freaking creepy. I, I, I am curious. I even like thought of this today. A friend of mine uh, texted me uh, from Wisconsin and uh, a friend of ours that we had spent a lot of time with back when I lived up there 20 years ago. Uh, she passed away last summer and I had no idea until he texted me that today. And she was someone who uh, actually uh, used, we used to go kind of ghost hunting together. We wandered around. Uh, campus uh, in Wausau and kind of got some, the elevators were opening by themselves. It was weird. Ooh. And we went and did a lot of different stuff like that. And last time I talked to her, it was actually on this show. She had called into the show when I was doing a live episode, probably three or four years ago. I was in Branson at the time. And we kind of caught up a little bit on the air and we talked about some of those experiences, but I was kind of shocked. It was like, oh my God, she's dead. Uh, her name was Amanda, uh, and she was uh, she was a good friend back in those days. And I, I, I immediately I thought of, I wonder if she'd like try and come through on something if I tried. To, and knowing her, she would. She would totally be down for that. So now I'm like, ooh, I should try a ghost box session, or should I do a Ouija board? Or what should I do? <laughs> now, question, yeah. question. So. I don't know. Like, would that totally freak you out if you were able to communicate with her, or would that be super awesome? I like, don't think or I would. Is be... it somewhere in between super awesome and scared to death? Both. I'm not scared to death, but it would be kind of freaky and super awesome, and also not surprised of just hearing everybody that's been able to do things like that. I would be like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So. Because I thought it's strange where I've had a, a few friends die that I really did think I would have something from mm -hmm. them yeah, and nothing at all. You got to light some candles and break out the Ouija board. Right. Even no. my dog. Like I only had one weird dream. I remember one night on this show when he was still alive, um, you said to me, or maybe it was before we hit record. I don't remember. But you said, yeah, if there's ever going to be a ghost dog, it's going to be yours. Yeah. And nothing. Well, like you started weird. finding kinda, like there was dog oh, yeah, toys. I did find I did find bones and treats. Yeah. Okay. There. Okay. That did. You did have some weird things going on there that the cats likely did not do. Yeah, like when I found a bone. Yeah, and then when you found your name written in blood uh, on your fridge with in paw wasn't marks, was not ready for that. That was a bit much. 
that was. It was like, like what really blood? Then I thought it was ketchup, but I hate ketchup. And well, you know, I yeah. don't have any of that. And then you found it, it was blood from uh, a sparrow that had its head ripped off, and it was sitting in your sink. <laughs> and it was it was really weird how that all uh, all it all transpired right after your dog died. I don't know. <laughs> Anything can happen. I hated that. I hated the dead bird part. It was Any, a little extreme. It was. It was a bit much. It was. <laughs> okay, that was much. not true. Just in case, there's somebody listening right now dead going, "Sparrow, oh my god!" No, it was. The dog wrote in blood on I her know. fridge, and she has a dead sparrow. Exactly. Oh. Let's go to our story. It says, "I've had a great ghost story for you guys. I got chills just thinking about it." Omg, I remember every detail. It was probably eight to ten years ago that I lived in this house with my friend Scott. He lived in West Salem, Oregon, quite a nice neighborhood, and his brother Bill lived in the basement. I'm telling you, there was a ghost there that walked through the house, creaking floors, constantly knocking stuff off tables, and touching people on the head. The third or fifth night I was there sleeping, and I woke up to it standing over me, only I didn't know it at the time. All I saw was a shadow race to the door and disappear. See, something woke me up, but I knew someone was there. So I kept my eyes closed, thinking it was my brother, and he was messing with me. I decided to mess with him and scare him. Jumped up, opened my eyes. Nothing but a big shadow raced to the door and disappeared again. I did not go back to sleep that night and sat on my bed trying to grasp what had just happened and the fact that there was nobody there. A couple of months later, I was lying on my bed in the same position, napping. My cousin reached over to me, grabbed a pillow or something, and I woke up. When I opened my eyes, just as my cousin was leaning back from grabbing the pillow, I saw the same shadow go across the wall slower, and it dawned on me that the ghost was literally leaning over me while I slept. Needless to say, I didn't sleep very well and ended up getting shingles shortly after that. Scott's brother that lived in the basement would come flying up the stairs, ready to beat us up because we were walking and stopping around in the kitchen and hallway. When he got to the top of the stairs, nobody even was awake at all. We all knew there was a ghost. I started talking about it, saying maybe it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't a stranger, and a few people agreed. The next night after I was lying back on the end of my bed, as soon as I shut my eyes, I heard in a very strange voice, almost like a static fuzz from an AM radio, and said, My name is George. I was in shock and disbelief, so I said, What? Close my eyes. Very instant my eyes closed, I said it again. At this point, I knew it was real. I almost lost my cool. Just crazy. I wanted to talk and tell you the whole story that was both amazing and very freaky to me thoughts on that so i think like the the weird shadowy thing mm -hmm. like that's happened to me before and i was like what the hell was that but then you kind of um dismiss it like well, obviously, it was some weird floater in my eye or, you know, sure. it's like you could tell that you can tell yourself things like, oh, I must be having something wrong with my eyes. But then when you hear someone say, my name is George. Yeah. That part would scare the crap out of me. Yeah. Where it's like flat out identifying itself. And is it really George or is it trying to make you say its name or... um uh, if we're talking about uh, the Daybells, Chad and Lori Daybell, it might be uh, Ned. Uh, what's the last name? Schneider. Ned Schneider. Schneider. Yes. Yes. And there's like some people got that. If if you want to hear a real horror story about people who believe that there was their family was turning into zombies, check out our other podcast, Hidden Killers. 
uh, and look up the Daybells or just go right to the Daybell one, uh, the demise of the Daybells, uh, wherever you download podcasts. And the Daybells really believed that their families were turning into zombies and they ended up killing them, their family. And they were Horrible. dead inside. They were dead the inside. the person who had taken over Named Ned, was this Ned Schneider. His name guy. Ned Schneider. Guy. <laughs> it's just the Which most... so weird. That's the craziest shit in the world. Um, but yeah, Which I mean... it's really as scary as out of the blue, somebody saying, my name is George. Yeah. I mean, that's terrifying what they were into. More terrifying, actually, than my name is George. Yeah, yeah. Saying that uh, the, the the little synopsis is uh, she wanted to, she fell in love with a doomsday guy that thought he was going to end up being like the next Christ, uh, and he was this prophet and he was writing all these crazy things down, and that she had to uh, divorce her husband so that she could be with him. So she convinced him, or he convinced her, that her husband was possessed by a demon named Ned Schneider. He ended up dead a couple months later. I know. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. It's like, that's the most creative way of getting a girl ever. <laughs> it's convincing your, your ex-husband or your husband is a demon named Ned Schneider. Of all names, yeah, to, I, of all demon names to pick, what the fuck with Ned Schneider? Why not like... Ned Schneider sounds like a character on The Simpsons, really. Why wouldn't it be like... like La Bocodis, or something really demon sounding. I don't know. There's plenty of na demon names you could go with, not Ned Schneider. <laughs> and that the real Charles Vallow was dead. Yeah. So it's okay, basically, if he Kill ends him. up dead, because it's not him anyway. He's already died. Yeah. We're getting rid of the demon, which is not really what happened at all. That's no. his bullshit made up story. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real life horror story where people actually die. Just search a demise of the daybells wherever you download podcasts and you can find that uh, that little piece of comedy gold. Uh, oh my God. Totally messed so, up. So back to George here. If, yeah. if you were in a situation where you've seen this happen repeatedly now, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not my eyes because it's happening quite a bit or maybe I'm having some kind of eyesight issue yeah. then you hear my name is george like that just makes me think this thing ain't going away yeah. if it's identifying itself to me no i don't know if you i know, keep the radio oh, on after that i think i'd be like i'm good i'm done thank yeah. you is it like now we're um friends like am i stuck with you do you go mm -hmm. away how can i get rid of you i really don't want someone i can't see named george hanging around more uh more creepy stuff than I'd want in my house. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for uh, sharing that. If you have a real ghost story you want to share with us, you can write in at uh, Real Ghost Stories Online or call 855-853-4802 and share your real ghost stories with us. We'd absolutely love to hear them. Press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our stories. Get a commercial free experience through Apple Podcasts or Patreon.com slash real ghost stories or ghostpodcast.com. Till next time for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.